Welcome to the Whole Life Healing Podcast with Dr. Alexander Lloyd, best-selling author and founder of the Revolutionary Healing Codes Technique. Each week, Dr. Alex shares principles and methods from psychology, energy medicine, natural medicine, and spirituality to help you reduce stress, heal emotional and physical issues, and remove the barriers that hold you back from happiness and success. Join us as we learn to live our happiest, healthiest, and most successful lives. Here's Dr. Alex. Hi, Dr. Alex here. If you like the show today, or any day, I would love it if you took about 10 seconds to go to iTunes and leave a review for the show. I've been doing this for about 14 years now, and I spend hundreds of hours every year in preparation and recording the show. And if you like it, if it's worth your time, if you think it might benefit others, I would love it if you could leave a review to recommend to your friends or just recommend it to your friends that could benefit from listening to the show. Thank you so very much. Since we are going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand that this information is not intended to cure or heal anything. Everything in the presentations is the opinion of Alex Lloyd. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concern you may have. Welcome, everyone. Uh, wherever you are in the world, whenever you're listening, uh, live or by podcast, uh, we greatly value your time and presence. Every week, we'd like to give you a little something to think about during the week, make it a little more interesting, a little something to challenge you during the week. Uh, you know, am I living my best life or do I need to change something to do that? And then thirdly, a little something to apply to your life this week to hopefully make it a better week no matter what happens and every once in a while your life a little better. So uh, let us know if we can do that better. We've been doing this uh, uh, I think longer than more than 14 years now continuously and um, so uh, we, we do it not to sell anything just to try to help. So let us know if we can do that better. Okay, the spiritual principle today is uh, you only get one. Um, have you ever, have you ever um, known about something for a long time? And then, you know, you acted a certain way toward it, whatever. And then you learned a different truth about that thing that totally changed your perspective. Okay, one time I saw a... Um, uh, there were two men and a young child, and it appeared that one man was being very mean to the other man who was trying to protect a child, okay? And so I was about to intervene, and someone got there and broke it all up, and I found out that what the situation looked like could not have been further from the truth. The guy who was being mean was the child's father. He was being mean because this other guy was trying to kidnap his son. And he was trying to uh, get the man away and protect his son, which looked almost the opposite of, of the appearance of the situation. Okay? Well, this spiritual law that we're going to talk about today is a 
perspective. Uh, and, and with some of my clients that I've uh, shared this with over the years, that's what I saw happen, is if they really embraced what we're about to talk about, it, it changed their perspective on their day, their life, their marriage, their job, whatever it was, and that change was a positive one that t they tended to end up making more money, being happier, healthier, etc. And, and sometimes a change of perspective can do that. And it's really, really cool when it does. A lot of people call that an aha moment, okay? So I, after you hear this, I'd like you to pray and meditate about this during the week and see if you have any aha moment related to this about, about your life or some important area of your life. Okay, uh, the most influential people in the world, the history of the world, of course, there was only one of them each, right? Uh, on, the, on the official list, if you Google it, I'm right there now, it's on Ranker. Jesus Christ is number one, Isaac Newton number two, Albert Einstein number three, Aristotle, Socrates, Shakespeare, Da Vinci, Alexander the Great, Plato, uh, down to uh, Martin Luther King Jr. number 13, Okay. Uh, there was only one of those guys and, and gals, all right, that made a huge change in the life of so many people, uh, maybe sometimes everyone, but for sure, so many people. Um, there's things in your life that if we were sitting here having a, a cup of tea together talking and I ask you, uh, what is the most fun you have ever had in your life? Okay, well, you'd probably think about it a second. Your eyes would light up. Most likely you would smile without trying to. And you would tell me about some wonderful day or trip or vacation or spontaneous moment where something wonderful happened or something like that. And, uh, and if I ask you, okay, so that was like a, a one-of-a-kind, a one-of situation in your whole life, correct? And chances are you would say correct. Yes, that was a one of. Well, if I ask another question, the answer, at least in my experience, is surprising. And that is, did you expect that to happen? Before it happened, were you expecting it to be a one of? Well, more than 50% of the time, the answer is no. Every once in a while, it's, yeah, we knew this was going to be the best vacation we'd ever had in our life, you know, or something like that. But most of the time, the people weren't really doing anything special, but something really spiritual, organic, funny, uh, uh, an accomplishment, an achievement, positive, uh, you know, something that they were not expecting or they were not expecting it to make that much difference. So what I'm trying to tell you today is all through our life, we have one of's and we never know when the next one's going to happen. The next one of could be five minutes from now when something unexpected happens. And 
in my experience, you have a whole lot more of these things happening when you are welcoming, welcoming them, uh, wanting them, asking for them, desiring for them. Hey, get up in the morning. I wonder if there'll be any one of thing that happens today. Uh, is there something I could do or change in my day to increase the likelihood of a one of in a positive way today? We also have negative one ofs, all right? But that's a discussion probably for another day. Well, let's, let's take this one of thing, or you only have one, a little bit different direction, okay? Hypothetically, what if you were told um, you can only have one car for the rest of your life, okay? For whatever reason, do you think you would be a little more careful about picking out your next car? What if you were told you can, you can only have one more coat or jacket for the next 10 years? Okay, you can't buy one, you, no one can give you one, you can only have one, all right? Well, would you treat that purchase or choosing a little bit more carefully and seriously than you would before, okay? Uh, I love Dr. Pepper. Uh, it has to do with my relationship with my father and really good memories that go way back to very hot summer days and traveling on the road together and, and things like that. If I were told, Alex, you can only have one Dr. Pepper the rest of your life. Well, first of all, I, I'm sure I would argue against that. But if that was the case and there was nothing I could do about it, I would make that into something special, okay? Not just the routine, mundane, okay, pick it up and drink it while I'm doing something else. I'd probably go outside to some beautiful place, sip it and drink it very slowly while I'm praying or meditating or enjoying nature or, you know, something like that, okay? Well, for one thing... I could do that even though I don't just get one more. I could say, okay, I'm going to have a Dr. Pepper and I'm going to go pray and meditate and enjoy nature. And it'd probably make every single day better. Not just drinking a Dr. Pepper, but taking the time to make it special, which makes that part of that day special in a way it might not have been. But... If you think about almost anything in your life that you like and enjoy or feel like you need or would never want to be without or whatever, and you were told, okay, you can only have one, I really believe it would change the value of that and, and the way you thought about it, the way you picked it out, the way you took care of it, Etc. 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 I mean, computers a great example. What if you were told you can only have one computer? You can get it fixed a thousand times, but you can only have one from now on, or or a cell phone or whatever. It would really change that, right? Well, here's the point. Here is the perspective shift. I hope. 
The saddest thing I've ever done outside of uh, counseling people uh, at the death of a child, that's number one. But the saddest, but I, fortunately I haven't had very many of those. But the thing I've had quite a few of, and the next saddest thing for me, has been counseling with people who are at the end of their life with crushing regrets and a sense of despair because they finally uh, come to the conclusion of what's really important in life, which is always relationships and um, spirituality, always, never, never an exception, but they didn't live that way. And now they're 70, now they're 80, and they don't have time to go back and, in their words, do it right, okay? Now, I've been able to help those people to realize that's okay. You can start any time. So start now. Instead of regretting, let's heal that junk and start living that now. And usually they have a fabulous rest of their life and their family ends up thanking me after their after they're gone. But, ladies and gentlemen, you only have one life. That's it. And what, what is, what is a, a sad contrast to me is that we treat the things, the, the dispensable things in our life much better at times than we treat our life, okay? You probably wouldn't go a week with computer viruses on your computer messing, messing up your email and uh, word processing and that sort of thing. You probably wouldn't go a week. And, and, and even then, a week would seem like a long time. But people will go their whole adult life with a human hard drive virus that manifests itself as anger or unforgiveness, or arrogance and pride and what's in it for me, or uh, a lack of spirituality focusing on the physical and circumstantial of, of life, uh, past relationship issues that have never been resolved and that you avoid. I mean, the list goes on and on and on, but many people will go their entire adult life with those issues where they wouldn't go a week with a computer virus or something wrong with their phone. And you get and the truth is the computer is not a one of. The phone is not a one of. You can get a hundred of those in your lifetime. If this one quits working and you can't fix it, you can buy another one. That's not true with your life. You, you can't mess it up and then get another one to go do it again and do it right, all right? And everybody thinks, okay, I'll start doing it right tomorrow. Well, that's the, uh, those are the statistics that we get from uh, addictions, for all types of addictions, drug addictions, uh, pornography addictions, alcohol addictions, that among people who say that, and even mean it when they say it. I'll quit drinking tomorrow. I'll quit doing porn tomorrow. There's about a 
relapse rate. Isn't that sad? Well, I think if those people were told by some weird set of almost magical circumstances, you have one day to quit doing this or you'll do it the rest of your life. So either you quit in the next 24 hours or you will never quit and this will dominate the rest of your life. I think the relapse rate would probably drop to about 50%. I think a whole lot more people would, oh wow, I've only got one day? Then goodness gracious, I'm going to do it because I, I don't want this for the rest of my life. Well, the reason they've not been able to do it before is because they don't think I've just got one day. They think I've got 20 years and I'll quit tomorrow or next week or next year. I'll enjoy it now, no big deal, I'll quit later. But the problem is no one ever did anything yesterday or tomorrow. The only time you've ever done anything in your life was now. Okay, so when, when you think that way, then you're thinking, I'm not going to do it now, I'm going to do it later. Well, then you never get to the place where you actually do it or do it successfully. So what I would encourage you to pray about, meditate about, think about, uh, and, and hopefully implement is that this one life is the most precious thing you have. You only have one. You cannot have another one. Uh, you can never get this day back. You can never get this month back. Once it's gone, it's gone forever. And start treating your life at least as well as you would treat your computer or cell phone. Don't go another week without fixing your human hard drive viruses, without deprogramming from fear, reprogramming in love, joy, peace. Because there are easy ways now to do that. Not just mine. Some other people have some great ways to do it too. I think I've got really good ways that work quickly. But there's some other good ways too. That, that doesn't matter. Use whatever works for you has been proven to work from good, reputable people but get in there and heal that stuff that is keeping you from this day being the most important thing in your life and making the mundane things exciting and fresh because this, or at least more so, because this next 30 minutes is a one of. I will never have this 30 minutes again. Can I, am I going to do something positive? Am I going to do something negative as far as its effects on my life? So um, get out the tools, memory engineering, trilogy. Then commit to a life of living in the now, right now, next 30 minutes, in love, joy, and peace as best you can, treating your life better than you treat your computer, cell phone, and those circumstantial, temporal things of our life, and prioritizing relationships all the time. Do that, and chances are, in six months, 
you're going to be living every day so much more as this is the only day I get forever today and valuing it like that. If you look at the big picture, oh, I've got 30 more years. That's where it takes you back to addiction and not changing. Prioritizing not tomorrow, today, as if it's all I've got, all I'm ever going to have, a special gift, changes your perspective. So pray about that. Meditate on it. If you need to do some cleanup work before you can choose to live in the present, and a lot of people do, probably one out of every two people, get out the tools and do that, but then change that perspective and commit to valuing this day, this life, these relationships above everything else like they are one of which they are.